Welcome to the Shelter Footy Cast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, I tell you what, I reckon the, the biggest news of the AFL season, perhaps in my recent memory, has happened about 20 minutes ago. So we're going to get straight into it. Shelter footy cast, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings. How are you, Skeeter? You're proper, you're news breaking. Yeah, no, what is your news breaking, mate? Uh, eight o'clock our time that broke the story. Yes. And if you haven't caught up with it, effective immediately, Alistair Clarkson, North Melbourne coach, is stepping away from the club to focus on his physical and emotional well being. That's off the back. Uh, Primarily of the investigation into the racial um, allegations at Hawthorne, etc. Uh, Sonia Hood's put out a statement. The, the chairman, uh, Dr. Sonia Hood, president of, of North, saying, in essence, uh, everyone involved has been deeply affected by the Hawthorne investigation and the burden on Alistair has been significant. We will give Alistair whatever time he needs to restore his health and look forward to welcoming him back when he is fully fit. Brett Ratton will take over, but it is a it's a huge story. The investigation on racism but it's also uh really big that Alistair has reached this point when was the last time a head coach did something like this well we've seen players do it seen players do it I I can't recall there may have been a a death in the family or a you know for a week maybe for a week um and this may only be for a short period of time very rare, yeah, very rare that this the, happens. This is this is as rare as it gets. Thursday, you know, it, it's not you know, it's not, it's not a Sunday night after a game and they get down and board decision and they sit down. This is this is in the middle of the week. They'd have main training either last night or this morning, and what did they just um, pull the pin? Oh look, I, I you, sound, you sound a bit. Um, well, I want to I want to know what's what's going on. Effectively, yeah, I, look, I. I I yeah, mental and physical health. Yep, I'm an advocate for that, and I speak about it regularly and all of that. But it's well, it seems strange. I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, but, I, but I, I haven't heard anything like this in investigation before. That it's it's gone for so long. There's been no resolution. His reputation, uh, rightly or wrongly, has been smashed. Um, I don't think you can compare it to say a coach who's in the bottom of the table. I mean, it's not win loss. This is. Obviously, something that's deeply well, personal effort. reputation. Absolutely, yeah. well, not just personal reputation. I think he must feel totally aggrieved by the allegations. I can't. James Heard coached the year. He did, but does that make someone? No, it uh, doesn't. It's just like an interesting space that we're now becoming so accepting of people stepping away to look after their mental health, which I think is a really good thing. And maybe my attitude isn't helping things, but I guess that's my first reaction: is like, what's going on here? Um, it's something we haven't seen before. Yes, we probably haven't seen an investigation like we have right now either. But for a head coach, um, who are not invincible by any means, and no one is, to pack up and leave in the middle of a week. I, I just think the timing. The timing is strange for me. It's like, you know, he wait, has, he, has he just woken up and gone, well, no, I can't no. do this anymore? No, it's been an accumulation. I mean, I would have thought it's been an accumulation of, of the stress and whether he's gone and received some, some help on that front. Um, with some medication because he, he may be going through depression and, and someone may have said to him, Alistair, yeah. your best bet to, to move forward and get yourself healthy is to st- go away from the club, go away from footy for a week, two weeks, whatever it is, uh, with the backing of the club and, and get yourself into a better space. So, you know, I'm, I'm a bit more reluctant. I'm, I'm actually... I'm not whacking anybody. I just, I'm just shocked, honestly. That's that's how I feel. I'm, I'm, this, this feels... Uncharted ter- territory. Yeah, but I think you, you know, talking about you talking about Simo, for instance, the stress he's under. I yep. think that's a totally different stress to what Clark goes. I'm trying to compare it. If I was accused, for instance, 
Yeah, of a sexual assault or, 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 or a, no, accused or, of something that you didn't do. Well, that, or you felt that, like that, you didn't. That's what I'm do. saying. So it's something that you regard as it's yeah. personal. It's not like um, something you know, running a red a red light and you, you, you're disputing it. This is something that affects your character, um, your integrity, and the racism. So that's that's the, the thing that you know. If it was something of the, of that personal nature, it would take. A, I know it'd take a huge toll on myself. Um, and sometimes we all battle through when we shouldn't. But yep. So I don't have as many questions on Clarko. Uh, and look, Chris Fagan, you can say, well, how come he's still chugging along? Um, Jason Bird, I think it is. It probably identifies that people handle things differently, doesn't it? Absolutely. But it's, it's a huge story. And uh, look, I, I, I would hope that from his behalf, and he, was, he came out publicly last week and said how disappointed he was with the investigating officer uh, outlying publicly the process. And he well, w- there's been a build-up, hasn't there? We hadn't, mm. we didn't hear anything for the first part yeah. of the year about any of it. It was m- mouth shut, zipped off, no one speaking. And then three weeks ago, he gave a little shot, a little shot across the bows. And then two weeks ago, there was a bit of something else. And then Sam Mitchell and Hawthorne didn't have a crack at Hawthorne. And then it's been a build-up. So yeah, without being inside the sanctum, we don't really know what's going on. I just, you know. Uh, yeah, taking back a little bit. But like usual, Skate, you're the voice of reason in here, mate, and you're probably right. So, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shell Footy Cast. A little bit of back to uh, regular programming, Skeeter. Shelter Footycast on Instagram. You can send us an email, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Skeeter's getting stopped in the streets, telling people how much they love this podcast. Is that right, Skeeter? No, it is. I was at the shoe on Saturday afternoon. I was uh, a couple deep by that stage. and couple. A couple of young blokes, again. It's, no, it's great. They, they are embracing... Uh, some of the stuff, I think more the personal stuff than any of the footy stuff we talk about. <laughs> yeah, correct. Mate. Get a deep dive into Mark Rangers' personal my, life. My foibles and my inadequacies in correct. life, which it's great just to – it's almost like, you know, I'm a Catholic. It's normally I go oh. to a – if you go to a confessional with the priest and you say, look, I did go once to a priest, seriously, in Mount Lawley, yeah. and I said, look – and he, he was an American from Chicago. So I'm sitting there in front of uh, the, the kids' school. This is going back 10 years ago, 15 years ago. And uh, I said, listen, um, Father – and this is because you're doing a confessional in front of everyone. In front of everyone. Well, it's it's not they can't hear you, but you you have three or four different priests as per se, and you're having a chat one on one. It's not behind a. It's like a fucking interrogation. Well, you're obviously not of any religious denomination. No. That's fine. I, I guess that with you. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> Perfect. Anyway, I'm so a sinner, am I? I've had a chat. Said, look, I've sworn this. One. I did that, and I said, look, Father, what, so did, you, what did you say you'd done? Well, just I've behaved, you know. You tell God, you can tell everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I'll say, yeah, I've done a few things I'm right. not proud of. Anyway, right. at the end of the day, I said, look, we're finishing up. I said, listen, Father, I know you, you're not, you're pretty partial to the, you know, like to have a partner. I said, do you reckon you could do me a favour and have a chat to the big bloke upstairs? And, and he said, in American accent, you know, yeah, hey, Mark, no problems. You know, I understand where you're coming from. Sometimes you, you know, have some bad luck in, in, your, in your punting expedition. And so anyway, that next week, I've, I'm just I'm at a friend's place and there was a horse called God Has Spoken. No. Seriously, I backed it. It won. I got a result. Thanks to that. Mind you, he owes me a couple because I've been stitched up horrendously for the next 20 years generally. But um, yeah, no, so... What are we talking about? God. Confessionals? I don't know, mate. That's all we've got time for. for the oh, yeah, our, for the personal, our personal anecdotes. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so this feels like a, a public confessional. Uh, right, okay. I bloody love that. That is outstanding. You're an atheist, don't uh, you? Well, I'm not an atheist. What I are just, you? I just worry about my own shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it like, I'm not selfish. I just don't I'm not time. saying you're selfish, but do you have any... If, if someone said to you, uh, Will, no. you're dying tomorrow, which church... An atheist like believes there's no God. I, I don't believe there's no God. I just... I just don't have many thoughts on it. I really don't. Travis, Relig- <laughs> no, nah, religion is about there for me, unfortunately. Yeah, like, yeah, and, 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 and also, you can be Catholic. You can do whatever you like. Mm. Like, I, I hate the bullshit. Like, look at this. This is not going to footy. This Travis Kelsey joke. Yeah, I, I hate. I hate people telling people what they need to do. Do whatever you want. You believe Catholicism? Well, go for it, it, mate. Yeah, as long as you're not harming anyone. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah, do. Yeah, correct. I'm, I'm fine as well. Just don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> just trying to get an insight into your because <laughs> yeah. I've explained and explored oh, myself. So, this, is this a confessional? Is it? Do we need a booth in front of us? That would be good. The shelter confessional. Shelter booth. Right. Okay. Uh, we've got a couple of things to get through yep. today. The Baltimore Ruffy of the Week. Skeeter, can you give us a fucking Ruffy this week? Not just picking <laughs> not just picking a 50-50 chance. Just a Ruffy would be great. Thanks to Bottlemark. Start your footy weekend at Bottlemark. Grab your shelters where Bottlemark has you You're covered. You're not at the top. 
Hey, what's that? Do you want that now, do you? No, I don't. I want okay. you to have a think about yeah, it. I've got one already. Notice. And then you can trace trips off me when we get beaten by 130 points. Excitingly, are oh, you going to pick West Coast? Hey? Uh, good. Excitingly, uh, we are partnering with Froth Town for the foreseeable future. 18th of August, 19th of August. You can get your tickets at froth.town, Skeeter. So... There's going to be a few things happening with this over the next few weeks. Sorry, what's Froth Town? Just explain to me. But it's going to culminate in Mark Reddings finding out exactly what Froth Town is. We're going to get you down to Froth Town. Is it an event or a drink? It's an event. They've got beers from all over Australia. Okay. Local uh, shelter would be there, of course, probably in the biggest tent there. Um, And you can go and check out the beers, mate. So we're going to get it down there. I believe at the moment there's 55 brewers involved. My aim is over the two days to, to have drink. you have a sample of every, every one. one of those 55 <laughs> beers. We're going to film it. So, Froth Town, uh, we're going to be uh, partnering up with them over the next few weeks. So, it's exciting stuff. Well, let's get into it. We've spoken about Alistair Clarkson. Um, uh, be interesting to see how North Melbourne go on the back of that this week. Didn't know Brett Ratman was at the football club. So, they'd be pretty happy. Well, you mean, didn't you? I didn't know he was yeah, a no, assistant coach. coach. Yeah, he's been... He's been a head coach at St Kilda and Carlton. Yes. Is and right? Look, I think... In all honesty, he's highly regarded as a, as an assistant Absolutely. coach. Probably um, as a as the head coach hasn't had the results. Mind you, you look at uh, Michael Voss at the moment, and there's question marks there as well. But yeah, I think he's a perfect uh, deputy to well, someone like Clarko. Yeah. I mean, it's not just say West Coast. Simo stepped away. They don't have an ex AFL head coach in, no, the, you're in right. their ranks. No, so and there would be clubs that aren't in the same situation. So I think that's uh, a decent one. It's Sir Doug Nichols round this uh, this week. We've seen all the Indigenous jumpers come out. I've got to say, this year has been the best by far with the jumpers. It's been awesome. The way they've been released, they look great. I've still got every Indigenous jumper I ever played in upstairs. It's pretty much the only jumpers I give a shit about. My Premiership one and my Indigenous ones. I always used to love playing. Why, why the Indigenous round for you? Mate, I, like, I, I've walked away with probably... Um, well, Lewis Jett is one of, if not my best mate, out of footy. Um, so I was... You know, I, what it means to them? Is it- what it means to them... But, yeah, what it means to them, and it's sort of like a milestone game. You just want to play well for people that that game means a lot to. And so... Yeah, well, just taking us back to Optus Stadium, was it two years ago? Dreamtime game yep. at, at the ground. And obviously, I haven't been to a Dreamtime match at the G. Um, that, was, that was really it was special. As good as it gets. Yeah. And so every, every, every year, we'd have the lads speak about... You know, their mob and where they're from and what family and culture means to them. It just means so much more to Indigenous people than it does you and I. Like, it really does. Mm. Like, the family is their life and and it's a small representation of what that is for them. But I always used to feel like I needed to play well in Indigenous round. To honour them. Yeah, so... Um, you getting a little goosebumps talking about this. But well, yeah. Fremantle did it really well. Start of the week, yeah. uh, smoking ceremony. Alex Pierce, of course, fronted that. Uh, He's an Indigenous... Yes, yep. yes, he's indigenous. He's yep. one of only five. Uh, he's he's the first. Indigenous and Fremantle, uh, free as they were known, they yes. are wire up. Yes, well, 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 you're going to have to well, 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 well you up. Well, you up. Uh, to my I'm knowledge, I think that. I've read this. They've only had one game in their history where they haven't had an indigenous representative. And you go back to the Jared Neesham in the early days. Uh, you know, they had so many Indigenous players amongst them, and Jared was so good with the Indigenous talent. Um, there was there was a game that Des Headland played in, and a bunch of those guys that had the most ever yeah. Indigenous players. It was it was definitely at the time. I don't know if they still hold the record, but um, Indigenous players have held a pretty special part of Fremantle and West Coast, right? Yeah, and even going back to South Fremantle, dare I say it? Totally politically incorrect at the time, but Malcolm Gregory Brown, uh, South Fremantle coach, of course so famous for, for his relationship with uh, Aboriginals, Indigenous players like Morris Rioli, like Stephen Michael, like Benny Vergona. He, he was he didn't speak to them as he would in 2023, but he had a fantastic... They respected him hmm. and vice versa. And, and even on the umpiring front, Glenn James, an umpire that was an, an Indigenous umpire during the, the 70s and 80s, I think, highly respected, partly because of his ability to have um, conversations, have a, a relationship with the players where you could... You know, you could have a go at him, not racially based, of course, but say, listen, mate, that was a shit decision. He would come back, hey, Scoey, get a kick, you're useless. That's where I think you can get the relationships going, and Glenn Jones was one of the best, I believe. Well, yeah, yeah, Liam Ryan, Junior Rioli, all these guys, they're premiership teammates of mine, but guys along the way as well. Frankie Watson was really close to him. Just... Um, they 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 speak football as well. They just like they just love footy. Like it's 
a genuine joy to like watch them train. They just do stuff that you ca- you could not do as a white fella. You like you genuinely couldn't even dream of doing it. And so, yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm really excited for this round. It's going to be great um, to see what all teams are doing. Um, what about down down in Tasmania, Skeeter? Are they getting a, they getting the ground? Are they getting a team? Like, <laughs> they get, they're getting a bit rowdy, what, though. What's happened? There's people crossing the floor of parliament. Did I see Jackie Lambie just jump? Oh, there's, oh, there's, oh, there's all Jackie sorts Lambie, of stuff. Seriously. You want so, religion? You want me to talk about politics? Yeah, like, no, politics po- are just as bad as religion. Seriously, no, politics is worse than religion. Yeah, probably. But, is. If you mix both, it's it's not great. But what what we're finding out is that if there's such an uproar about a stadium being built and the money associated with it going towards a stadium then Tassie aren't going to get a team. That, that, that'll be knocked on its head. I think the AFL's been quite strong on that. If there's no stadium, there's no team. So who's in power at the moment, Liberals or Labor down there? Good question. One of them, right? It'd be the Labor Party so, because I think they run every state in Australia right. as we speak. Oh, yeah. So I think it's the Labor Party. They've said, all right, build the stadium, we're, we're in it, blah, blah, blah. The Liberals, so two, two Labor members have crossed the floor of Parliament to side with the Liberals. So now the Labor, who are in government hold a minority government. Yes, which so, is perilous. Yeah, correct. And so the Greens and the Liberals or whoever's combining forces over there are saying no stadium. But bo- bottom line though, Scott, go back to our situation, there was the same type of opposition, like maybe not the same level, but there was opposition to building a stadium. Well, and there was delay, right? Worth yeah. $1.8 billion, I think it was, at, at Burswood. Now, we look back five, six years later, and I, you know, that's all gone. Sometimes you have to absorb... And you know what the argument is? And I totally... It really annoys me is, yeah, what about building more hospitals? What about building um, more schools? It's a separate it's a separate basket of money, I would have thought. This is something that is going to be um, a legacy, uh, just something that will carry through generations. And we need to make sure that hospitals and education is covered. But surely there's also the the sporting side of it that, that needs to be looked at. I can bet you bottom dollar that the people that were uh, going against Optus Stadium would be in the 300,000 oh. people lining up for Coldplay tickets on the weekend as well. No question they about it. They would have been, guaranteed. No question about it. Were you? A, uh, well, I, I, we got some tickets, but that was just... How? Uh, like, how? Well, it how, wasn't me. How did you get tickets? I just... Just luck in running, as they say. How did you get them? <laughs> Who <laughs> do you know in there? No, my daughter's got some tickets. Oh, really? Yeah, it's all good. Are you going? Uh, I'm going to be like, I'm not huge on Coldplay. Mate, there was 300,000 people in line. How the fuck does Mark Rennings get tickets? I've I want got, to know. Well, you know, I've got people on there. Chris oh. and I, you know, go back a while. Who's Chris? Chris Martin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Mate, Chris Martin. Mark conscious, backstage at Coldplay. Chris Martin, who consciously uncoupled with Gwyneth Paltrow. How about they just split up and went, see you later. You're a dropkick. You're on today's skater. Will Schofield, Mark Redding, Shelter Footycast. All right, let's talk about some footy, eh? I tell yeah, you what, go. feels like we've been bouncing around everything. <laughs> but absolutely <laughs> Fremantle, Geelong, Saturday, Optus Stadium. Uh, while you're up. You're going to have to say that because I, like, I, I actually While you're up. While you're up. Thank you. Well, you probably... Yeah. While you're up v Geelong. Yes. I think this is going to be a cracker. I don't know. But. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Geelong still, I think, fair to say, their numbers are down. Interesting, when I, I did some uh, looking at Swamp, who put out a, a tweet and the number of games missing on the AFL injury list. Geelong's, I think, second behind West Coast at the moment. They're, they've got some experience out of that side. Yep. Question mark, Brad Close comes back into the mix here. Tyson Stengel, I think, probably from that broken arm. Or forearm yep. is 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 a possible, but yeah, if there's a good time to get Geelong, albeit they they lost last week and very rarely do they they not respond, it just feels like they they're a touch vulnerable on Saturday. Oh, I've got some stats to throw at your schedule. Fremantle have amassed a hundred points two weeks in a row for the first time since 2015. Last yeah. week, can they make it three in a row? They'll probably need to to beat Geelong if we're really honest. Geelong's yeah. got a pretty potent forward line. They score. 27.7% of the times they go inside 50. So one in every four inside 50s, they kick a goal. Um, so not score, sorry. It's sorry, it's score, not kick a goal. They yep. score. Yep. So when they get it in there, Geelong, but I mean, the problem with playing Geelong is they, they're not a low inside 50 team like a West Coast. West Coast are quite efficient inside 52, but Geelong have high inside 50s. We're talking, and if you, if you get 60 inside 50s a game, yep. numbers say, or history says, you win a game. Yep. Maybe not a grand final, because they got over 60 in the 2008 grand final against Hawthorne. We're winding back the clock a little bit. Oh, okay. I'm just trying to give some context okay, to, thank you. to you. You're sticking to modern era. I'm just trying to give you a okay. bit of, you know, going back. But 60 insides generally gets the job done, doesn't it? Correct. And they do that regularly. Um 
Look, I think they've got to play five Fremantle. I don't think you can play him a third game as a sub, even though he's been doing nicely. You've got to play him, don't you? No, well, look, I'm happy for him to stay sub, but but to be, to further your point, if he he's been offered to make the call himself, if he want, if he thinks he's right for a full game, so yeah, if he's who played, said that? JL. JL apparently said yeah, it's, he gets he gets a say in, in what role he plays. All right. That's that's the Does media he? report that's come out. Yeah, I, I'm still happy with him as, as the sub, but yeah, you're probably right. Has he got enough? Um, I wish I got to make the call if I could play or not. Played three hundred skater, two hundred, uh, two Brownlow medals probably. Do, yeah, it does, but he doesn't play much footy. And no, no, being very injured. Well, I that's what I'm saying. The line, Fifey. I I'm, wouldn't want Fifey walking into the coach's office saying, "All right, Jay, I'm ready to go, mate." Like you're either ready or you're not, aren't you? Yeah, no, that's I, probably I, my point. I, I, I would say that's a media-driven thing. Because possibly, yeah, you can't have Matt Fife rolling around the Freo Footy Club saying when he can and can't play. But it also might be what Justin's telling the media. To say Why? Well, I don't Why know. would you say that? Either way, I've got no issue with him. If he started sub, I, you know, the team's winning. Um, can not, Fremantle beat Geelong? They can, but I'm not tipping them. Right. I just maybe I'm still stuck on the, the Geelong. I saw them against the the, um, the Dockers three years ago at night, and they just bullied them. The bigger mm. bodies, but. But they are. I think they're gettable on, on Saturday. I think they're missing enough. I'm going to pick Fremantle. Okay. Um, I don't think that's a roughie though. No, it's not it's a roughie. It's at home. They're going well. Um, I, I'm back on them. I'm, I'm happy to say clearly you are. Oh, I've won two in a row. We're back, mate. Okay. Absolutely back. They one away from home. They get home, sleep in their own bed, roll it down up to stadium. No, I, I just think Geelong's missing a little bit too much, and they're just a little bit a step back. It's not a good thing they lost last week for Fremantle. I will say that if no. Geelong had have won and come over here, and I will just roll Fremantle as well. Geelong looks like a side that when they're challenged, they rise to an occasion. And they'll know this is a big game too. So the more I actually speak about it, maybe I should have picked Geelong. But I'm going to stay with Fremantle. Hawthorne, play West Coast, Tasmania, the Harley Reid Cup this is being dubbed, which I think is ridiculous, I will say off the top. Um, no club in the history of the game gives a shit if they have the number one draft pick, unless they want to trade it, which probably everyone will this year, I reckon. Uh, this, this isn't going to dictate... Uh, who gets Harley Reid either, in my opinion. No, but you know, I've done a little bit of homework on this. I mean, Harley Reid, obviously midfielder, he's from a place called Tongala in country Victoria. Is, you're, it, you're is Victoria? it country Victoria? Yeah, so you, you were of Tongala? <laughs> no, 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 I'm serious. I, I don't know where it is, okay. but he's from country Victoria. If he's the number one draft pick, can you go back through the last few years? Uh, Andy McGrath, 2016. Yes. Cam Rayner, 17. Yes. Sam Walsh, 18. Matt Rowell, 19. Uh, Jamara Eagle Hagen, 20. Uh, JHF last year and Aaron Cabin 2022. Um, all will be, I, I expect, to be really good players over their careers. Yes. But the, I think that the tactic used by the Eagles last year, which I quite liked, was they had picked two. They split those picks in the end for, for nine and 14 to get Jinby and Hewitt. Yes. I, I can see that being a, a possibility if the Eagles are 17th or 18th this year. I did some research too, Skater. Um, since 2000... There's been three number one draft picks that, are, and this is by my you know, reckoning, yep. reckoning that were the best in that draft, and one of them was a you know, yeah, you'd probably make the argument for both. So Rewalt was one, yes, clearly. Um, Sean Berg, well, not clearly. Sean Bergon was in that draft. Oh, was he really? Okay. So, but Revolt still, oh, I know, still you don't. Have to but like, it depends how you gauge play. No, like, exactly. No, you know, it's like, like beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Sean Bergon, like record holder of games, yeah. and premierships and. Too cl- I don't know, but Rewalt clearly gone. Uh, Luke Hodge was another, but that was a great in that draft. Dra- Gary Ablett Judd. was in, Gary Ablett was in that draft. Was it Judd and Ball as well? Sure, yeah, Judd Ball, Gary Ablett. Yeah. Like so, you know, there's no losers. No, no losers. And the other one was you had to go to Sam Walsh. Sam Walsh was probably the best player in the 2018 draft. Other than that, honestly, the best player is not number one. So move back West Coast if they get it move right back split it up straight away it's a no-brainer given the hype this kid has yeah but also are you concerned about does flight risk come into your mind uh, on that front in terms of a kid from country Victoria I think, I think maybe like what do you go yeah. local is, is local do we nah no 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 if he wants to go home after two years you get something amazing back it's not a waste you probably sell some merch along the way. You get a couple of draft picks back. You might be a better player in two years. You take the best player. Doesn't matter where they're from. Okay. Yep. No. I, yep. I say that as a Victorian that's come to Western Australia. I don't see the flight risks as a as a thing. But through my career, Chris Jard, but that was more of a money deal rather than homesickness. Brad Ebert went home to South Australia. And to be fair, Juddy spent. You know. He, yeah. Correct. He wasn't and like you like Brad left Ebert was the same though. Like, Brad, yeah. and he was a very good player. Went back to Port Adelaide. He yeah. was always sort of very aligned with that. But. 
not too many guys do it to be honest to like get pulled back home the thing who didn't Shannon Hearn Luke Shuey Sam Butler yeah. Bo Waters Gaffey you know, Gaffey could have gone home easily. Many times. I mean, yep. his dad was crook. He, yep. he, he's he's going to finish his career at West Coast. Uh, West Coast, Tassie. Um, who's going to win this one? Nah. I, I, it's because it's in Tasmania. I, I, I just can't, having seen the Eagles at close quarters last week, I cannot believe they'll beat Hawthorne. Darling out. Uh, what do they do in front of the footy? You know, they get do, a Does bring, Williams now does go out of the ruck and play forward? Bailey Williams, do you, do you bring in a Rhett Bazo back in and you you play, you know, because they're literally running out of tall players. As a Harry Edwards go forward, they're going to have to play someone taller forward, probably, unless they unless they use Jake Waterman as that hybrid. Yeah, 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 and 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 Oscar Allen deep. But look, Darling out creates some issues. Apparently, Chesser Long and Hewitt are all coming off the injury list. We don't know if they'll come back into the team or not. I'd say out of those guys, Chesser would be the one. Maybe Long, definitely not Hewitt. Um, so, and maybe they get Rep Bazo. So they are starting to get some numbers back there, but they're all young guys. Yo, McGovern, Shuey, uh, Ryan, Cripps, all these, all these guys, they're, they're a long way off. Nananui, they're a long way off. So um, I'm picking Hawthorne. Um, the Eagles have won just seven quarters this season. Surely, in the competition. And they certainly haven't won too many second quarters, that's, if you know what I mean. Well, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, um, what about this, though? I'll give you one thing to think about, Skater. The Hawks are averaging just 63 points on the road this season, ranked last in the competition. Yeah, the problem is, this isn't really on the road for them. This isn't is, it? Well, I think Launceston, they feel pretty comfortable down. It is Launceston, please tell me. I don't know, mate. It is in Tassie. So, Utahs. Yeah, that's that's Lonnie. So, uh, put it this way, they'll feel more comfortable there than what West Coast will. Uh, and if it's cold, and you know, it invariably is, yeah, I... I just think they've, they've, they're playing slightly better than, than the Eagles. I watched them after quarter time against Melbourne. I thought they were they were pretty competitive. So I, I think on that basis, they will be winning and, and Mitch Lewis and, and co. will be able to do some damage. I pick Hawthorne as well. I'm putting the line at 8.5 long sieve jumpers out there. Do you want to take over or under? For, for one, one club or both? Both. Uh, I'm going to go... I haven't looked at the Everyone, forecast. What's the forecast, though? Oh, well, Tasmania. Cold. <laughs> I'm going to go unders if you're going over. No, I'm, I'm going overs. I think it's going to be long sleeve galore out there because West Coast West players. Coast, West Coast, only Sambo, Petrescu, nah, Seaton's only one, got, is he? Mate, they've got them, mate. You watch. They're back, are they? They've got them, mate. They've got them. <laughs> Had some inquiries at Bluebet, actually. And just made, so if there any markets available, there wasn't. <laughs> uh, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footycast. All right, let's whip through the other games of the week. Uh, Port Adelaide v Melbourne Friday night. Big game. Yeah, there's some big games this week. Tough round for yeah, tipping. Yeah, really good. Yeah, which is good because I need to make up some numbers in the tipping. So, um, yeah, I don't know how anyone else is going out there, but I'm having an absolute howler. Yeah, Charlie Dixon's a big watch at Port Adelaide. He had a bit of a quad issue. And so uh, I think Todd Marshall is also going to be ruled He's out with, with concussion. concussion. That's right. So on that basis, they, they're going to look a little bit skinny. They've been terrific this year, Port. I mean, I was talking, Warren Treadray must be feeling a bit flat about life after round two when he said, said it's untenable. It's so untenable they're going to finish top four. <laughs> oh, no. Nah, you know. He's, if they lost that Sydney game, I reckon he would have been close to the axe. Seriously. Really? You could see the relief when they won that game, mate. It's a I, big win as well. Yeah, mind correct. you, sitting out travelling flash. But I, look, with, I'm just concerned if, if Dixon doesn't come up. Those numbers, names out, mate. Who have they got forward of the ball? Yeah. Cal Pepo, the key forward. Yeah, and so I know Petty's missing for uh, Melbourne for three to four weeks. But I, I still think that whatever they bring in, whether it's McDonald, um, I, I think their midfield should be able to compensate um, and, and get the job done. So I'm tipping Melbourne at the Adelaide Oval tomorrow night. The Demons have won two of their last three games against the power at Adelaide Oval, yep. Skeet. Uh, they've, um, won, they've also won one at Traeger Park against them. So I think that might be in the mix in the last year or two as well. Okay, well, there you go. Um, it was just two of their last three uh, at Adelaide Oval. Th- so. Thank you very much. But yep. also, the, yeah. I was just saying they've also beaten them at Traeger Park in the last year or two. I'll pick Melbourne. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> North Melbourne v Sydney. <laughs> yeah. North Melbourne v Sydney. Uh, uh, look, if if you're a player in this in this in this game, right, for North Melbourne, and your coach is like, regardless of that, let's just forget about why and how and all that stuff. Your your head coach is no longer your head coach. It can honestly go either way. Sometimes it can like most times when a coach gets sacked, and this isn't that case. Yeah. The response, and you could yeah, talk to this better than I. How the hell does that happen? Well, the players, the players feel like it. Yeah, it's, it's on their them. fault. Yeah, it's on them. So they need to show something. 
But oh, I've got a feeling this goes the complete other way. I, I, I think if you're a North Melbourne player, you're going, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is actually going on? That's that's what I would be thinking. I think Sydney's going to win and win well. Um, Sydney um, lost some last week, some players, but so did North Melbourne. LDU won't be playing in this game for them. Hades hamstring, Perez's concussion, Tucker hamstring, Zerha face. They're all expected to miss. Zerha and LDU are some of the most important players. Core is out with suspension. So they've got like seven changes, North Melbourne, this week um, as a minimum. Um, Sydney on the other side Mills is out with a calf McDonald is out with a knee so they're two very important players Laddams is unclear McCartan unclear on the concussion comeback so it's they, these two well North Melbourne's struggling clearly but Sydney is they're gone Sydney's gone they can't mm. play finals in my mind yeah. they're just not playing well enough they haven't got enough fit bodies Buddy is just limping towards the end of the season he was crook last week so just for what it's worth apparently in bed for a couple of days but irrespective I, I think you know, Buddy what going goalless two weeks in a row in, in new territory for him. So that, uh, the Dragon's going to kick 50 still. Um, he's well, well, I've got half the, the prediction right. I don't want the other half to come right that he no. retires mid-season. In fact, I don't think Lee Montagna summed it up pretty well. We all hope that he, you know, I don't think we get a fair, I had a look, I don't think we get a farewell game in Perth. I think the Swans play here for the rest of the season. I might right. be wrong, but um, that's a pity because... West Coast plays Sydney in about three weeks in Sydney. In Sydney, yeah. So, no, it, look... I, Can I think, they beat North Melbourne? Yes, just. When I say just, they, they win. I think you're right. Marvel Stadium. I don't know. It was, they were almost my bottle mark, roughly the week, but I'm, I'm saving that one. Who was? North Melbourne. To beat Sydney well, at they're, home. They're, again, with no players in their team. Is that right? North Melbourne to beat Sydney has to be a oh, it's, no, yeah. Oh, it's a, yeah. Actually, quite underdogs. They're massive underdogs. So just given what you said about uh, Davies Uniac, no, I yeah. can't tip them. No, correct. Um, Sydney win. Western Bulldogs v Adelaide. Um, yeah, there's about four of them. Saturday, Mars Stadium. Ballarat. You're kidding me. <laughs> They're playing Ballarat. Yeah. For those of the, you over oh, here in Western Australia, I don't know where Ballarat is. Um, it's the coldest place in Victoria. It, it actually is. Coldest place in Victoria. Uh, Sovereign Hill. They've got like a, a an old... Do you know what Sovereign Hill is? <laughs> no, but I'm just looking at the forecast. 11 degrees maximum. And the forecast, cloudy showers, showers, cloudy showers. The um, Sovereign Hill is like an old historic old gold mining town so every school in victoria literally every you'd go on an excursion to sovereign hill like and you go you know gold panning they put like little specks of dust into the thing and you dress up in old clothes and you write an ink a little bit like when you went to school skater thank you uh, thank you <laughs> western bulldogs <laughs> v adelaide uh two teams probably uh i mean our bulldogs played finals last year didn't they but adelaide didn't um adelaide jumping right up the ladder um whose home ground advantage is it in ballarat is the western bulldogs i don't know they both played there um in recent times look the bulldogs i've got to be honest with you they, they, i think i said on monday their form i've just looked through their year and yes. they're just getting better and better and i i'm, yeah, I'm they're really starting to steam up really bullish on what they what they could do well at the start of the year their list looked like <clears throat> they're exciting, but they weren't gelling as a forward line. That that forward line is one of the best in the competition on paper. You know, Lobb, Hugh Hagen, Norton, just as a starters for those key, and then defend. They've got defenders too, but their midfield was always a question. Dunkley moving out of the midfield, can they hold up? Trelaw hasn't been playing. Trelaw's mm. been injured. Yep, hamstring. But, but they're they're playing bloody good footy. Hunter goes to Melbourne. Like they've they've had some changes, obviously. Uh, it's it's an interesting game, this one. The Bulldogs have won five of their last six games at Mars Stadium in Ballarat. So they play there quite a lot. Um, but they got beaten by a point last year, round six. Against? I remember seeing against Adelaide. Against Adelaide. So the five of the six, the only one they've lost was against Adelaide. By a point. Um, and I think Taylor Walker, there's a... There's a question mark on his fitness this week. So, um, of all those issues, look, Adelaide... Two days out of con- with concussion. Yeah. You no, like I, their back line a lot. I do, but I, I prefer the Bulldogs midfield and the Bont to to get the job done in, in Ballarat. I think the Bulldogs will win this one. I think they will too, um, just if it's nothing else to do other than just cold. So, we're both picking the Bulldogs. Uh, Brisbane Gold Coast in the Q Clash. Uh, it's at the Gabba. Um, I'd prefer this at uh, whatever stadium, uh, something Bank Stadium. Heritage Bank Stadium. I'd love to see it there rather than the Gabba because I think the Gabba just puts it over the line for 
Brisbane. They were slow last week against the Bombers to start, but they got going. Gold Coast get a pretty cushy win against the West Coast Eagles last week. Um, how do you see the Q clash going, Skeeter? Yeah, no, I was... You're a token pres- Queenslander? No, I am a token Queenslander, but I'm also... Um, this is going to be my bottle mark, roughly, of the week. Oi! Yeah, and I know you're going to say, oh, what is... Well, guess what? Brisbane's a dollar twenty-five. It is, it is. The, lo- uh, the other mob's $4. I'll so, give you it. Yeah. Um, and I just... I thought they were a little bit off... Brisbane and whether they, I mean, they'll probably get themselves up. You're right, the Gabba, they should be winning. Yes. But it's not like, uh, I don't think Gold Coast is a $4 outsider, just on what I saw last week. Matty Rowland, really good touch. King uh, kicked four goals, should have been five. They have got, um, and Charlie Ballard did a great job down back with. Um, he is outstanding. Aerially. So, no, I, I think Wits, who you're a huge fan of, yep. like him. Brisbane with the class factor, but if they're just, you know, just not quite on. I think this could be my bottle mark roughy of the week. I think they got the midfield to take it up to Brisbane. I like the tip skater. Um, the Suns midfield last week, although albeit against it, uh, you know, a, a, a doubting quality side. I love seeing what Noah Anderson does. He's turning into a great player. Matty Rowell, of course, we've seen what he's been able to do. Can he be you know, more consistent? That'll be the question. Um, Brisbane has won each of the last eight Q clashes, skater. Um, so the last defeat was in 2018, so you've got a little bit of work to do, but I like work, it. Yep. I like it. Um, injury news, not really too much on either side. So uh, Q Clash, it's always a little bit of a build-up. It's nothing – I think if you went, if you ranked them in terms of rivalries, in terms of this state ones, Derby's first. Uh, I would have the, the, the Battle of the Bridge second in terms of – they've just had – more competition because yeah. Sydney and GWS have been competitive. Gold Coast have never been competitive, so no one gives a shit about the Q Clash. Yeah, and I think the, the, the New South Wales clubs have got – there's a bit of angst there as well. Who – who didn't someone run through Zorko or did Zorko run through someone in a Q Clash? Going back? Yeah, going back, a new Gold Coast player. Anyway, um, so you're picking Gold Coast Suns. Gold Coast Suns for okay. a bottle mark roughly of the week. Bottle mark roughly of the week. There you go, Skeeter. He's finally spat one out for first time in nine weeks. He's gone something over three bucks. Start your footy weekend at bottle mark. Grab your shelters at bottle mark where bottle mark has you covered. Skeeter, yes, that's right. Essendon v Richmond, 5.40 at the MCG. Dream time at the G. Yeah, I think, uh, and I bumped into Anthony van der Whelan, uh, during the week, who uh, has a bit to do with Shea Bolton. I think it's his 100th game. Which coincides, of course, with uh, Sir Doug Nichols' round. Very important Great. night for him, and uh, he's look uh, Richmond again. I, I I don't think they're playing finals, but I think their best, as you pointed out rightly about this time last yes. week, their best is still good enough. Are to, they back? Uh, no, they're back. I, I I thought they were they were really good against Geelong for longer. They, they the problem is they haven't been able to sustain their footy for four quarters. I mean, Dusty kicks four last week. He's we know what he brings to the table. Yes. Um, yeah, I still think they're a fair way off. I don't know they've had some, a lot of injuries as well. Hopper's out this week yep. uh, with a, with a calf. Uh, Nan Curvis is a maybe, so they've been That's missing big. him. He's the skipper. Uh, Essendon will have Ridley back and Kelly, so they get some defensive yeah. shore up. They haven't actually beaten the Tigers, I don't think, for 11. Essendon has lost its last... 13, 13 matches, 13 matches against, against Richmond. Yeah, so the last win in 2014. It's the longest equal losing streak by any team in the AFL against any opponent. Yeah, that's huge, isn't it? I mean, even going back to the, the derbies, I think it was nine in a row when Fremantle finally beat the Eagles. you but gotta, you got to win sometime, don't you? Yeah, you do. you got to break the duck somehow. But I, I, I think Richmond, I just think they're probably a little bit more advanced than Essendon. And I do think history does tend to creep into the back of uh, these fixtures. And I, I think the Tigers probably to win uh, on Saturday night. I think probably... Um, I think probably... Uh, Essendon should win, but I'm going to pick Richmond too, and they're favourites, so can't even talk about Ruffies. Uh, Carlton v Collingwood, 120, Sunday MCG. Spoken about some big games this week. Freo Geelong will be a big game. Uh, Adelaide Western Bulldogs will be a big game. Uh, even uh, West, uh, Western Bulldogs, Adelaide. Uh, Carlton Collingwood, biggest game of the week. It is biggest game of the week, but it, it's it's everything the focus is on Carlton. Because they are the team that needs to show against a quality side like Collingwood that they can, they can find a way to, to improve, to to clean up their efficiency. They get plenty of the footy. They're two big forwards. Um, you know, at times look like Tarzan and unfortunately don't play like that. Um, particularly Harry Mackay, who I was listening to Matthew Lloyd this week on radio just about what he went through in the early stages of his career. And Mackay's obviously far more advanced than that because he's a Coleman medalist, but. He sat down, this is Lord, he sat down and went through with his 
you know, his assistant coach or biomechanist, I think it was, at Essendon, and went through frame by frame his goal-kicking uh, procedure, routine, compared to, say, Tony Lockett, frame by frame. And the big thing that, that Tony Lockett did was his ball drop was so low. The distance between the drop and the boot was obviously takes a lot of the mm. um, the variables out. And Lloyd, he said, I, I was never going to get it to that stage, but I made sure I made the, the distance as little as possible, and he got himself into a t- routine. I'm not sure Harry Mackay's doing that or not. They, I think it's been said, um, Simon Lloyd at, at Carlton, saying that um, he's doing as much work as anyone he's seen at a footy club. Oh, to he's get probably his... cooked himself. Yeah. He's, he's probably doing too much. Yeah. Because so. that can happen. Yep. You know, you want to get... Other examples will be, oh, you need to get fitter and you just go and work your ass. I think you've got stress fractures because you're going too hard. The goal-kicking thing's mental. Mm. Yes, there's technique about it, but we know he can kick goals. We've seen him kick goals. We've seen him kick well, but we've seen him kick poorly. Clearly, it's mental. You can cook yourself here. So I hope, I hope internally he's working hard, which I'm sure he is. It's not like anyone thinks he's sitting around playing PlayStation, do we? Do we think that? No. No, but you, it's, just, be, but it's confusing as to watching him... 40 metres out, even you said it, like going for a snap from 40 metres out. That's mental. That's 100% mental. But it's, it's, also, it's also unrealistic. It's, the percentages are low, Correct. aren't they? But like that's him not having the mental strength to be able to go back and kick a drop punt straight. You know, it doesn't Anyway, Collingwood have been terrific. Uh, Colton has lost seven of its last eight games against Collingwood. They haven't won since 2021. What about the last round last year? Correct. So this, is this a revenge game for Carlton? They've, they've trailed at quarter time in seven of their last eight as well. So they start poorly against the Magpies and they're playing catch up. Look, I the way I see this game going, I think it's going to buck the trend, right? I think the Blues are going to start well. They're going to lead at quarter time. They must because their season, you know, playing finals footy, all that stuff is on the line. It's not for Collingwood. Collingwood just want to beat a rival. I think Blues start well, and I think they hold Collingwood off in the last quarter. We've seen Collingwood run over so many teams. I think this means enough for the Blues this week. And thanks to Bottle Mart, this is my roughie of the week, Skater. I'm picking Carlton. $3, that's right, Three oh six. I think $3 is the line for what you can call a roughie, Skater, and I'm bloody doing it. Don't pull your phone out. Uh, that is Scoey's roughie of the week, thanks to Bottle Mart. Start your footy weekend at Bottle Mart. Grab your shoulders where Bottle Mart has it covered. How you covered. Happy with that? I've got you. Uh, I'll back you up on a few of those. I think Carlton will be... Really aggressive, really um, proactive, and I think they will be uh, leading Collingwood early. But I don't think they will. Sus- I think the Collingwood belief is through the roof. That's mm. I just think that's the one element. Hence that the market says that. Um, forget whether they're in front or behind at three quarter time. I just think they're playing such good footy. I know Dacos had forty plus, but I reckon Goey's playing super footy. Um, we know Darcy Cameron's getting closer to coming back. But Mason Cox got the ten coaches' votes, so he's. He's going beautifully. They have some swagger around the club. And you know what they did? And I, you know, as a footy club, not just how they're playing. You know, the way they gave the, the Mother's Day tribute, the way Julie McCreary oh, gave the speech to the boys no in the rooms. That. that was just elite. And you know, footy clubs aren't just about you know being able to you know you talk about all the, the stats we roll out, but it's about having that bond, that camaraderie, that fun. And they have got the mix. Uh, Fly McRae has got the mix absolutely spot on at just, the moment. Just on Mrs. McCreary coming in, I don't think Bo knew that. By the look on his face, I saw the blood drain. I saw, I saw the. She's great, oh, oh, and she nailed it. But just, just think about oh, you know, yeah. as a son oh, sitting yeah. there in front of your mates. That your mum doesn't come into that area. That's your domain, right? Mum walking in, you'd be thinking, "Oh God, what's going to happen?" Don't stuff this up, mum. Don't say I love <laughs> don't, my yeah, bow. Don't say I love me. Don't say, "Can't give me a kiss." But, but having said that, uh, Todd Goldstein's mum spoke when he was given a, a tribute before his 300th game, and there was a, a bit of emotion. Oh, don't worry, I'm certainly not questioning what mums know exactly what's going on. Mums, mums probably there should be like head coaching mums, 100, percent right? We should have women head coaches because they're a lot smarter than men. Like, let's be and, and, you know, and you know what they are? They've always been better. <laughs> People managers, yeah, correct. Blokes, uh, you know, so many areas we're good, but gee, women as as organisers, as as people that know how to create a bond and families, we know that they've got us covered. But anyway, That's I'm correct. tipping Collingwood to keep going despite your bottle mark roughy selection of the blue baggers. Couple of Travels Kelsey's going out at describing the uh, <laughs> gender breakdown. <laughs> Well, we know things about mums. Anyway, yeah, we're both correct. pretty close to Yeah, mums. that is a good point. GWS v St Kilda. Love you, mum. GWS v St Kilda at Sunday Giant Stadium. This is the last game of the weekend unless West Coast. No, I don't think they play later. They play 11 o'clock and this mob's at 2.40. Okay, thank you, Skeeter. Can St Kilda reclaim the form that started their season against the GWS Giants? Are they April premiers? Are they you know early ripe uh, type scenario? What did, I don't what, know. Did, what did Ross like? A mulligan. 
taking a mulligan. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't see the quote. But press conference, he said, oh, I was going to take a mulligan about his, about his team's performance. Against Adelaide? Yeah, he said, we'll take a mulligan, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, how good was that? That was shite. That yeah. was terrible. Um, I, you know, I, having you and I sat and watched the Giants last week, their effort was good. They tried to play quick. Their skill execution was terrible. Paul was poor, yeah. Yeah, so they do. They look, they've Green, been Green could come back as well. Toby Green. Yeah, Toby Green's a huge in. They're always competitive at their home deck. I just think Ross might be able to, with King coming back into the side, that's yet to be confirmed, but I think he's just about there. Yes. Yeah, I'd expect to bounce back from, from St Kilda because that was their worst performance by the year by a margin. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty even game um, odds-wise given what how they played last yep. week. But if Max King does return, um, poor, actually, geez, I'm, I'm hung up on this. I don't know what, which way to, quite, it's a tough one. to go. I only go, Toby Green plays. If I see the teams tonight and Toby Green's playing, I pick GWS. If he's not playing, I pick St Kilda. Okay. I think they're a four-goal better side with yeah, Toby yeah, Green. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Team. I don't disagree. Who are you picking? I'm tipping the Saints because uh, I... I I just think they're they're slightly more advanced and a better side than than the Giants. Who at home though, you're right. They've um, they'll be a far different proposition. Shelter Footy Cast, Will Schofield, Mark Reddings. A couple of listener questions to get into before we go to bed. Skeeter, footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Bed? What are you talking about, Bed? Adam Hart writes in, yes. I'd like to draw a comparison. I feel a big part of the 2018 Premiership was family and how Simo made that a big priority of the team, a reason the club probably missed out on a second flag in 2020. That's Adam's opinion. Anyway, the comparison I'd like to put, uh, put it to would be what Fly is doing at the Pies. Thoughts? Um, I'll, it, yes. I'll answer this one. I mean, it's, I hadn't seen this question, but it's, it's, it's hmm. really what you just brought up. Um, yeah, like in footy clubs, um, I speak about this a lot. It's less about talent. It's more about connection and the feel and the footy gods. And it might sound silly and airy-fairy, but it actually does. Like I've played in lots of good teams that haven't won premierships. And the difference is that, that feeling. So they certainly present themselves as... Uh, players that love playing footy and love playing together and doing the team things. Like, that's how you get all the the one percenters, you know. Um, you're always going to have players doing one percenters and spoiling it. Yeah. But, like, having full buy-in is about the culture in your team. So, um, that's a good one, Adam. I like yeah, it. I agree. Collingwood doing it well. And, look, it's a far cry from when they had to do the Do Better report and they were copying a lot of criticism. I think they've they've got themselves uh, Jeff Brown in charge, Craig Kelly, CEO, uh, Fly McRae, They've got all the pieces in place to be uh, where they are on the top of the ladder by a game. Uh, we're just going to jump into PTI. I haven't this, had this for a little while, Skeeter. Okay, yeah. So a um, bit of part of the interruption. Should the grand final remain at 2.30? The AFL confirmed that it would stay there this year. Yeah, happy with that. And no question with that. And just before you give your answer, today the AFL released the fixtures for round 16 to 23. Did they? Uh, they will. Um, that, that's coming out today. Might be able um, to actually plan more than one month ahead in my life. Floating actually. round 24 fixture will, will stay in place. What we will see is Collingwood get more Friday night games because of their lofty status. So I think four Friday night games, Thursday night footy. I think there's going to be 12 in total this season. So they're just going to add add that into the back end of the draw. Of course, the Players Association have been... Sure uh, that becomes 18 next year. You'd hope so. Yeah, that's that's what we'd all like, Thursday night footy. Uh, but with the new fixtures, Fremantle, not so sure how they'll sit. Probably they'll be on Broadway, uh, off-Broadway, should I say, with uh, how they're going. They'll just, just slightly, maybe down a little alleyway yeah. just off-Broadway. And uh, West the West Coast, Coast the, Bronx. the graveyard yeah, shift. The they'll, they'll get the midnight to dawns. They'll get uh, 11 a.m., <laughs> Tazia, Ballarat will now, be the, getting another game. Perth games, I reckon, more often than not, 2.40. Sunday afternoon, which is no one likes it because it, you know you, you finish late. It's it's a, well, a that's pain all in the backside. Deserve. Anyway, but you're right. They, they, you get what you deserve. So yeah, two thirty. I've got no real issue with it. Although I did love the, the twilight grand final here. I thought it was terrific. Four thirty, four forty five. Yeah. But I'm not. You know, I don't actually feel that strongly about it either way. Nah. I think I'm a traditionalist as well. I'd love to argue against you, but I'm a traditionalist. I like the daytime grand final. Um, the the. the now that I'm out of the game, I think as a player... Uh, Players would day. Player definitely but, day, wouldn't it? Yeah. I think like as a fan, it'd be a pretty bloody good day if it was it's like a long a day. Yeah. Crack open a beer at 11. Lunch. Long lunch. Into game. Swahili by quarter time. Head out to the shoe bar afterwards. <laughs> Swahili by quarter time. Well, it won't be the shoe bar anymore. If yeah, we go to Melbourne, Sco, if we can get ourselves on the road, that will be us in Melbourne. Shoulder footy cast. We're going to the grand final this year. Happy to announce. Thank you very much. Now you're listening. Tom and Paul. Cheers. Uh, all right. Alistair Clarkson. Last one on him. Yep. 
Um, positive note. I want to finish the show on a positive note around Alistair. Head coaches. How many head coaches have coached under him that have gone on to be – sorry, yeah. How many coaches have coached under Alistair Clarkson and go on to be a head coach? Well, Simo is one. Um, was, what, what number do you think oh, it is? How many number, it, there's quite, there's few. I'm guessing uh, – I'd say conservatively six, as many as ten. Thirteen. Thirteen, there you go. So I thought we could have a little quick see how many we could get. Okay. So Adam Simpson. Simpson. Stuart Dew. Hardwick. Damien Hardwick. Now, um, Jaden, you got the microphone over there. you keeping track of these? Yep, keeping track. Okay, thank you. So, uh, Kingsley? I was about to say Kingsley. Yep. Is that correct? Well, it's not correct. No Kingsley on this list. Okay. Okay. Um, well, Leon Cameron? Fagan. Leon Cameron. Chris Fagan. Chris Fagan. Leon Cameron's 100% yep. coach yep. Richmond. Uh, uh, let's have a quick squeeze through. How long it wasn't? I'm trying to think. Was Fly? Horsten. Was McRae? No. Yep. Lepich? Lepich? I would have, no. Okay. Lepich was definitely... Oh, no, he's an assistant now after he was head coach. Was Voss there? No, Voss wasn't there. This is a good game. Yeah. We, if we knew the answers, it'd be better. Yeah, but no, that's the point. Yeah. Fremantle. People will be listening going, you idiot. Yeah, you know. It's this. Uh, head coaches. Brett Ratton. Did we say Brett? Brett Ratton, Sam yep. Mitchell. Sam Mitchell, yep. That's that. How many is that? Enough. It's five. It's more no, than it's more five. five. You were at five before. <laughs> you like eight. You're, I think you were at ten. You doubled your hand up. God. Have you got, you've missed Damien Hardwick. No, we said Hardwick. We said Hardwick. Hardwick. So, yep. uh, Todd Viney. Didn't say Viney. Todd Viney. Hang on, but Todd Viney hasn't been a head coach. He was a caretaker coach. Oh, gee, oh now we get a caretaker to Did anyone coach the waffle or maybe down at... Yeah, keep going. Who else we miss? We're going off the list, okay? okay. We're going okay. off keep the going. list. Uh, we've got Luke Beveridge. Yeah, yes, good guess. Yeah, we had bad. Uh, John Barker. Johnny Barker. Barker. Yeah. He's always he the was, one. He was in from though, wasn't Correct. he? he was uh, you guys said Brendan Bolton? No, we didn't did say not. Bolton. <laughs> we didn't say many. <laughs> we got a few. Who else we got? Uh, Craig McRae, Adam Hughes, and Scott Adam Uze. Uze. Adam Uze. Uze. Uze was only assistant as a caretaker. He was never right. full time. I mean, so seriously, we're no. pretty close. Yeah, we're a lot of them are just caretakers. Yeah, well, we did pretty well. Yeah. Our beverages are probably that's a decent miss. Yeah, that's a bad miss. But yeah. we have drunk a lot of shelter over the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> last couple of days for you as well. Uh, big weekend of footy coming up, Skater. You working some games? I'm yeah, doing some footy uh, Saturday at uh, Optus. Should be a good game between yep. Well You Up and yep. the Cats, and then Sunday Hawthorne versus uh, West Coast for radio. So unreal. Um, look forward to that. Hope you have a great weekend. It'll be good, mate. Um, I'm going to go do a confessional. See you later. 